0: Need to prepare. Need to prepare.
1: Prepare. Life can turn on a dime. Know where your dimes are. This is Money Talks.
0: We're back. I'm Troy Harmon, and here with Jennifer Thomas and Michael Griffin. Uh, you're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All right, so uh, let's talk about this situation. We got Adam and Mandy. They're in their, I guess, low to mid 50s. Uh, w 2 income. They got grown kids. Adam and Mandy have been married for nearly 30 years, and Adam has always been the one to handle the finances. He pays the bills, shops for insurance, and dabbles in the stock markets and meets with their advisors. Mandy, for the most part, is disinterested in finance. Poor Mandy. Mm. I, I mean, we're not all you. You're absolutely right. Not everybody's me. Uh, She claims she's not a numbers person. As uh, Adam was working with his attorney on their wills, he grew increasingly concerned what would happen to his wife and their finances should he no longer be around. So, um, uh, Michael, I think this is probably something that you talk about some. Uh, We we
2: deal with this all the time, and and I can't tell you the amount of times that I've— you know, had to to assure the one spouse. It's not always the husband. Sometimes it's the wife that handles the finance. But assure them that if something were to happen to them, that we would walk their spouse through everything that they needed to do and help them. You know, with their money because some of these people just don't have a clue. You know where the the assets are, and they're they're perfectly fine with that. But a lot of times, their spouses aren't. It does yeah. concern them. But you know, I've had clients that can't can't get their wives and or husbands to, to come to meetings at all. Um, you know, because they just don't they just don't want to, and they're not right. they're not interested. But you know, it's important. Especially not as, interested. That's probably the key, right? Yeah, they they they're they're happy. They have their lifestyle. It doesn't affect their lifestyle as far as they understand it, and they go about their. Their business. But as couples, especially as they age, they really need to make, uh, you know, the time to come in and sit down with their financial advisor and and make sure that they have at least a general understanding of where their assets are and who they need to contact if something were to happen to the other spouse.
0: Sure. Well, that also means that they have a financial advisor, right? That's true. Yeah. So I would imagine that you or you Jennifer neither of y'all have ever met a couple where neither one of them were interested or is there some of that you actually have, have to
3: I mean someone has to pay the bills right you know someone has to uh, deal with the finances so it's usually just like one person usually does all the laundry one person usually does all the yard work y- yard work it's you know it's the same thing um, and you know so we do have cases where both people are interested and really want to know about it but we certainly have the situation where there's one that just really doesn't doesn't want to know anything about it and they just don't feel whether it's that they just don't feel comfortable or they just don't want to learn yeah but, do um,
0: you do you guys try to insist that both spouses show up
3: no not necessarily but we will bring it up and try to tell them you know if you will if you can get your spouse to come you know it'd be great especially you know we have cases where there's somebody that has a health problem and then you know that there's going to be a time where that the other spouse may need to take it over sure the biggest michael i know
0: you talked about when you talk to your advisor that assumes you have an advisor and michael you and jennifer both have helped lots of clients who are in this particular spot Um, if you need an advisor you can always contact us by calling 770-429-9166 you can um shameless ask for, marketing plug I'm so proud of you yeah well, <laughs> so proud of me you can ask for Michael Griffin or Jennifer Thomas either one of them could help you um you know get to a spot where you're more comfortable uh either dealing with your uh financial assets alone or uh with a spouse if if uh you know try to get somebody else involved but uh guys we already went through you know the the disinterested piece um is there anything else that you'd want to cover when we're when we're talking about this how do you get somebody else interested or
2: how do you absolutely troy i mean i think the first thing is you know you try to get them to come if they have an advisor try to get them to come to the meeting right sit down go through at least look at at their assets so they know where everything is if they work with us Our booklets are very robust. They have a lot of information in there. We we update, you know, when the last estate plan was reviewed, where the who who does their estate plan, who does their taxes, you know, which we can all we can do that all in house as well. Right, just to clarify, the estate plan includes a will, right? Includes a will you know, which is important that they know where that is, how to get to it, how to access it, that kind of stuff if something happens to somebody. And it's good to have all that in one concise place. I mean, you know, whether that's in a booklet that we create for them, or if it's in something they've written down and, and saved in a safety deposit box or something like that, it's good to have all that information. What, you know, what a spouse doesn't need to go through when they lose another spouse is trying to dig through all their finances and find where the assets are. Yeah. I mean they they're going through enough at that time. They don't yeah. need to try to figure out where they put they invested this account in the 80s and it's not, you know, and then there's no record of it anywhere. Sure,
0: that'd be a pretty difficult compounding of grief, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Jennifer, you had mentioned, you know, if if one spouse is sick and you might have time, but right. really, you're I mean, never there are cases that. where, yeah,
3: you don't, you, you you may not have time to know that um, you're going to be the spouse that's going to pass away first, and then get your spouse interested. You know, if if you were in a car accident or you know whatever the case may be, if if you pass away without um any warning then the other spouse has to take over and um you know and and as much as um We try to work with other people. I was going through this going, this is exactly the situation in my house, you know, and I really need to do some of these things for my husband because I am the person that handles everything. And, you know, and it just becomes easy because that's, you know, that's Mm -hmm. your, this is my job. This is what I do for a living. Right. So it's very easy for me to be the person that takes care of that. Um, And he doesn't care about it. Sure. You know, so... But it is important to um you know i I do have a place where things are written down. He doesn't know about it per, but my daughter does, so she can help him if you know need sure. be at Um, if something were to happen to me. But I think it is, you know, you have to kind of keep it up to date. You have to review it. It should be something that you look at maybe on an annual basis. Make sure that there have not been any changes. Um, Just make sure that you're preparing your spouse For it to be easier for them.
0: Sure, if if they're not the one that handles everything anyway, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, as you said, I mean, writing things down, making sure they have a place—that's probably the key. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because at that point, then you can reach out to an advisor, even if you don't have one now, Mm -hmm. um, who could kind of help you along
3: and we have we have organizers that we've given to people because like Michael said our booklets are very robust and it gives them a lot of information it's not going to give them though you know mm-hmm. who, where to make their house payment, where to make their utility payment. You know if you know your normal budgeting things. Where that safe deposit box is, yeah. And a lot no, of and those, not
2: access it. Where's the key? To it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of those things, you know, are now electronic, and that they, they have usernames and passwords. And some may be automatically paid, some may yeah. not. So you have to kind of help, you know, them for all of that. Well, yeah. I was going to say yeah. this.
0: This also seems like it's a actually a really good tool to kind of get even like the younger generation like if you have you know if you parents are older getting those kids you know the the children which are probably in their 30s involved in their you know everybody's the family finances because Mm -hmm. somebody's gonna have to deal with it Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. i know my mom is like you know after my father passed away it was she's she looks around the house she goes you're gonna have to deal with all of this and i'm like i know I know. (laughs) Well, quite often it does get really emotional, though. Absolutely. And there's a lot of parents out there that don't really want all their kids to know all their business. Right. I'm sure you guys run into that.
3: We do. We do try to encourage, you know, even if you don't want them to know specifics, Mm -hmm. they should at least know who to contact If something happens,
0: so that could again be the advisor, right? right? So Uh a lot of these, a lot of the answers to these questions point right back to having a good advisor that probably could even have backups of the information. Uh, But that means that you also need to be really good about talking with your advisor and letting them know Mm -hmm. when things change. Now, how frequently do you guys, on average, meet with clients?
3: We like to meet with them at least once a year. Okay, you know if. Either in person, I mean, you know, with COVID, we did a lot of Zoom calls, Mm -hmm. but we try to do in-person meetings um, once a year. And you Um, ask pointed questions, I assume, mm -hmm, anything mm -hmm. changed? Right. And we, like, we run financial plans for them every two years unless something has changed. You know, if they have a significant change in their financial situation, then we'll update it, you know, based on that. Um, but they can call us. You know, our clients can call us and ask us questions any time. So that's like the minimum we want, right. you know, right. to do.
0: All right. So uh, mm-hmm. sounds sounds to me like one of the best ways. Obviously, open communication is right. always the key. But uh,
3: and even if you are that disinterested spouse, or you're, you know, if you're the one that's, if you're the interested one, try to get your uninterested spouse to at least attend the meetings. While they may not care that much about what's going on, at least they'll become familiar with some of the terms. Yeah, and just
0: being in the room. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, um, I guess it's probably a, a more common issue than a lot of people want to mm-hmm. think about, right? All right, so, again, if you had questions concerning uh, your financial situation and maybe if you have a disinterested spouse, you can give us a call, 770-429-9166. Ask for Michael Griffin or ask for Jennifer Thomas, and they will be able to help you. You're listening to Rock Money Talks, your trusted Rock resource for girl. your money, your See future, you your life. Bang, bang. Money Talks. We'll girl. be right back.